episode 5. I am your host, M.T. Soul. I would like to say, before we begin, that this is an entry. Imagine you're sitting at your desk, opening your journal, taking out your black pen, and writing the dealings of the day, the inner workings of the heart, and how you feel in the moment. This is exactly what you will hear. This is a mental health awareness podcast, so please prepare yourself and enjoy the fifth entry. December 5th, 2019. I keep trying to pinpoint the moment when everything changed. The moment that set my life on this path of loneliness and pain, or any other infinite number of moments that led to this one. So, If I could change one moment, which one would I pick? The day I was born? The day I told my mother my greatest wish as a five-year-old? The day she found out the truth? The day we spoke to a detective? The moment I followed orders and it caused her breakdown? The day we were separated and I was placed into foster care. The day I went with her to Jamaica. The day I spoke to dad again. The moment I decided to leave that island behind and dream and hope of a better path. And would I get the results I want? Would I still be the person I am today? Would I have lived a better life? Chaos theory says that even a small change in initial conditions can lead to wildly unpredictable results. A butterfly flaps her wings now and a hurricane forms in the future. Still, although I am aware that those scenarios could or would change a small part of my life, or everything, I still wish I had that chance, that power, to place a do-over, or many do-overs into existence. I think if I could find the moment, I could take it apart piece by piece, molecule by molecule, until I got down to the atomic level until I got to the part that was involatile and essential. If I could take it apart and understand it, then maybe I can make just exactly the right change. I could fix everything. I could understand everything. This is an excerpt from Everything Everything by Nicola Yoon. Um, I filled in the blanks of my life. 
if you want you can purchase the book or if you already have it you can turn to page 297 to read along with me to see where I filled it in and then I remember writing also everything I have dreamed of has just became more difficult to reach <laughs> isn't that something as long as I can remember I always loved writing it's my safe haven my escapism it's an art that I will forever carry with me until the universe decides to wipe me away from existence writing to me is essential to life it's just as essential as life we all need some sort of common therapy to deal with the challenges that life provides I don't journal as much as I used to I used to journal all the time as long as I could remember and then as I got older I started journaling less and less about what was going on in my life because it just didn't seem significant anymore I was tired of writing about the same things over and over again and not seeing any change and recently the last few months I've taken up journaling again but it's not really about anything going on in my life it's just quotes that I find that resonate with what's going on with me I have a book separate for romantic quotes and then I have a journal of inspirational quotes and then I recently created a um, therapy journal like a healing journal to kind of you know piece together my traumas and how I can help to heal those traumas you know I guess you're wondering or probably saying why don't you just go to therapy I would love to think that traditional therapy would help but I talk so much I talk about it to myself I talk to other people and it doesn't it doesn't help because everyone says the same thing <laughs> just in different ways I find that art therapy helps I I've taken on painting this year I really love karaoke I like dreaming even though people say social media is toxic Instagram helps too I set up my Instagram in a certain way where I follow so many different writing accounts and po poetry accounts and spiritual accounts and a lot of healing accounts that are therapeutic that like talk about trauma and 
family dysfunction and how to heal that and you know and I feel like it works for me I could talk to someone but I remember doing that as a kid and I was just so tired of talking about it and at that time I was being bullied so harshly and I just wanted my mom to get me and I was dealing with all of these emotions. I learned that when you're at a certain age, your parents are supposed to guide you through regulating your emotions because you don't really have the, you know, you don't really know what's going on. It's kind of just like a mumbo jumbo. You're just born into this world and you're provided with a guide for a reason. But no one helped me through those emotions. I had to learn how to do it myself. And even till this day, I still have trouble doing so. And don't get me wrong, I know what these emotions are. And But because I never had that guidance, and I, I've had to DIY literally everything in my life from learning how to regulate emotions to learning how to be a woman to even now the other day I had just a small moment of I just kind of fell into a pool of tears for maybe like five or seven minutes and I was just overwhelmed I was just saying no one taught me no one's here to teach me how to drive a car no one taught me how to drive a car or no one how to proper knowing how to properly ride a bicycle or you know help me through like finance like there was a point in my life where someone helped me with savings I've always knew what savings are my mom she taught me how to save through, you know, stuffed animals. But then I got older and it kind of just faded away. I mean, my mom, you know, I tend to talk about my mom a lot. And it might seem like I hate her or resent her, but I don't. I've just reached a point in my life where I'm just over trying to piece together or fix a relationship that will never happen. It's exhausting to try to maintain a relationship of that great of a scale and nothing changes. And I felt a lot of blame, like a lot of guilt and a lot of shame for so long. And now I'm just like, I can't be taking in all of that blame all on myself. I was just a child when I made most of those decisions. A part of me didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't realize how detrimental my decisions were. But then I look back and I realize that I was just a child. I haven't lived life yet. 
can't keep blaming myself for something that I had no control over. And sometimes I would ask myself, why was I even born? What was the point if my parents just continually hurt me? Couldn't have possibly wanted a kid. There's no possible way that you wanted that if all you do is just hurt me, you know? And I realized my existence was meant to be here. You know? But it sucks because the one person who is supposed to be my comforter has gone so low on the deep end that They can't comfort anyone. Sometimes I say I'm just better off alone. I mean, I'm used to it anyway. But no human being was meant to live alone. They weren't supposed to live life alone. I just happen to be living that existence in the moment and I'm learning to seek peace and comfort in the solitude. I mean, I might as well. I'm so used to it by now that it's second nature. But sometimes it would be nice to know that when you step out of that zone that there's someone there to hold your hand but not everyone sometimes you just don't get what you want Sun will shine. 